Hey everyone, this is your boy Sugar Ray. You're tuned into the Black Men Working Podcast. Tonight we actually have a dear friend of mine, a great man, a great brother, man. He's a hardworking father. He's a son. He's a friend. Um, he's a leader, man. He's a visionary. Uh, 20, 20, 20, 31-year-old Scott Joyner, pardon me, man, the age escapes me, 31-year-old Scott Joyner, he's a bike mechanic, he works at City Bikes, manager at Family Dollar, man, he's a community activist, um, and so much more, let's bring him in, brother Scott, peace, how you doing? I'm fine, how you been? Yo, man, I'm good, I'm good, um, what's happening, man, how's life? Life is, you know, it has its ups and downs, but I'm working through it, you know, God first and Definitely. then for a second. You know how that goes. Definitely. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's what we do. We work through it, man. So um, first I wanted to say thank you for agreeing to be on this podcast. You know, this is something very special to me, man. You have been a brother who has inspired me, um, in, you know, with your courage, right? You've done a few things that not a lot of people have the courage to do. They might think about it. They might talk about it. You might talk about others who do it, but they don't have the courage or the heart to do it. And so, um, you know, we're going to say that a little later. But um, just tell us about yourself, man. Tell us, you know, um, you know, where do you work? You know, what kind of work do you do? Well, right now I'm a bike mechanic for City Bike. Um, I'm also a manager at Family Dollar. Um, okay. I do that part times. Okay, cool. Um, how did you get into that work? How how did you get into Family Dollar? Talk about that first. Well, well, let's start with Family Dollar. Okay, my brother used to work there. He worked there like a year year before I did. He put me on to the um, Family Dollar. I've been there for three years. November 16th actually makes three years. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Thank you. Cool. And how was that experience? So, does your brother still work there now? Oh, no. They fired him. But, oh, um, no. <laughs> yeah, you know. It's a company. <laughs> you know how that goes. Um, big companies, you know, they they have a revolving door. They, um, they turn over rates to be crazy, but um, how's that going? Well, you know, I like working there per se. I like um, giving good customer service. I like dealing with people, making them smile, you know, helping out people. But um, for me to work there as a, in retail full time again, I wouldn't do it because um, other companies basically. I, I don't really mess with Family Dollar like that, but you know, I respect the people that works there. Got it. Got it. Got it. Um, so tell me about the city bike thing. How did you get into fixing bikes? How did you get involved with city bikes? It's like it's something that a lot of people have different emotions about here in New York City. Some people love it. Some people hate it. You know, it's taking up parking spots. It's taking up, you know, there's so many issues with city bikes. People have so many issues with city bikes. Um, I have my own. Um, how did you land with them? And, you know, how did that whole thing uh, come about? Talk about that, please. What okay. All right. Um, so I was in Family Dollar. Um, I was just messing around applying to jobs. So I said, ooh, I came up by city bike, bike mechanic. I say bike mechanic. Huh. Let me apply to it. I applied to it knowing that I haven't fixed a bike since I was younger. You know how that goes. Everybody fixed a bike. So it was like the little hobby I had, like, back when I was younger. So I happened to go to the interview. It was three-part interview over the phone, um, in person, and hands-on. And I actually skilled it, and they said I was one of the best people that do it. Um, I wow. actually learned from hands-on experiences, so that's how I did that. But um, wow, congratulations on that! Thank you. Um, I got promoted, and within seven months, I'm in the field now. Um, that's way better. But you know, 
City Bike, all in all, um, I will have to say, and I would like to say, it, it, um, I messed with the company. We unionized with um, T, nice. T, TW100. That's with Transit. Okay. So, you know, we it, it's working. Uh, like, their management is slow um, with figure out and quick responding. They don't work with a sense of urgency, but, you know, but the people and the um, system, the bike share, and all in all, is a good bike share because transportation, as we know it, MTA sucks. Uber is mm-hmm. too much out of your pocket, $50 here and there. You know, when you could just rent a bike and just move it and dock it wherever you feel like it and move about your way, it's free. Really, I like it. Wow. No, it sounds good. It sounds good, actually. So, wait, you can dock it wherever you want. You don't have to bring it back to the spot that you picked it up from? No. You could dock it in any one of our docking stations. Um, we oh, wow. Expanded, actually, um, we actually expanded now because the L train is going down. So um, we have to um, try to move with it because we're under the Department of Transportation. So what happens is now we have to come up with a solution on how to um, help out the Department of Transportation, the MTA. So our um, counteracting, we put up a couple of, um, like, let's just say 900, hypothetically, um, electronic bikes out there that goes up to 20 miles per hour um, out there on the street to see how it works. So now, um, when the train go down, we're going to bring out, like, between now and next April, we should have 3,000 more e-bikes out there. So, you know, we're working. Wow. 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 That's massive. That's massive. Okay, okay, okay. So tell us, tell me, tell me again, how did you get, like, what was that first experience like working with City Bike? Like, when you first started, how did you feel? Talk about, talk about that for a moment. Um, when I like, first what was the started, feeling like? Was it a lot of pressure? Well, you know, like, been- again, the um, workers made it much easier because it's like a family-oriented um, environment. Like, I come in, everybody's saying hi and everybody's happy, you know, they feed us, you know, it's it's good, you know, it was good, you know, working there is completely different, you don't have to deal with nobody but the workers, so, you know, it's like completely different from what I'm used to, I'm used to managing, I managed for 15 years, and I'm still managing now, so, you know, coming, um, working in like a warehouse, um, like a shop setting is completely different from what I've been used to. But um, now mm-hmm. that they promoted me, I'm outside working on different stations, you know, working, make sure on the bike safety, make sure it's good. If I can repair it, I repair it. But if I can, I send it back to the shop. But basically, that's my job now. Wow, awesome. Sounds pretty cool. Uh, what are some of the pros and cons of both, of managing that family dollar as well as um, uh, city bike, bike mechanic? What are some of the pros and cons? Okay, pros, let's start with family dollar. The pros is, okay, <laughs> I don't know if I'm supposed to be saying this stuff on there, but I'm going to say it because, you know, I respect the, um, I don't really care, but, um, okay, <laughs> the pros is, <laughs> the pros is, you know, um, you have people that work there that help you out, you know, the management there, like the, the operational management is completely down to earth, they look out for you, as long as you look out for them, um, you know, uh it's, it's convenient. Just put it like it's convenient. It's, it's not a career. I, I wouldn't go that far as making it like a 10-year span, no. But I know some people that have been in there for 10 years because um, at a position they play, you know, when you're a role player and you don't touch money or deal with um, any store, 
that you could stay there much longer because all you do is do your eight hours and leave. But once you yeah. work at store personnel as a um, cashier or um, a cashier or a stock person, then you have to interact with customers. You got to deal with money. So it's something called shrink. They allow to lose a certain amount of money um, every year. So once they you just give a, I'm gonna give a number hypothetically, um, a hundred thousand. So once you go over a hundred thousand, like the people still a hundred thousand dollars or more, one or one hundred and one thousand dollars. Yo, yeah, they firing the whole staff. So that's a con. Oh wow. So you know, yeah. So you know, and then they don't want you to chase customers. They don't want you to stop customers. So if that stuff leaves, then you know you're leaving with it when inventory comes. Um, oh wow. Um, yeah. When you're a manager, well, when I first started, like two years ago, um, three years ago, when I started, there was no breaks as a manager because you're the only manager in the store, you know. But Dollar Tree bought it since then, so I haven't really been there, so I don't really know too much of what's going on in there. I just do my eight, well, I do 10 hours a week, and then I leave. That's it. Um, city Bike, pros and cons. Pros with City Bike is you get free membership. Nice. Um, right, you get free membership. They have um, different incentives. You get 401K. They have well health, um, wellness health or something like that, which you could buy, like, bikes or whatever you know something dealing with health and they reverse you up to 375 dollars um nice there's a lot there's a there's a, a lot of pros with um that it's a it, 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 it's different they have um they have a lot of room for advancement in a company um the cons is upper management moves so slow when dealing with employee relations so we have to coordinate oh, really? a lot. Yeah, like they, it's like I managed a lot of companies, you know, and to me to come to this company and they've been um, operational for five years, make it seem like they on their first year. So it's like, wow. oh my God, yeah. Yeah, so it's like, y'all don't know, and we give them information and they don't really pay mine or use it. And it's like, okay, we told you this how long ago. Then they look at us like we stupid. But anyway, all in all. They um they still come to our meetings and feed us lies as always, but it's you know it's good when they around so we can know at least somebody knows something. But when nothing when it don't move, that's the problem. Hmm. Right? We don't get we don't get pieces to fix bikes sometimes, and they yell at us and you know. But other than that, that's why I have to leave the shop. That's why I'm outside. I don't really have to deal with no really no management, no nothing. I'm working on my by myself. Nobody over my back. You know. So that's cool. Wow. Thanks for sharing all of that. So tell me this. <laughs> if not for this work, right, if you didn't have 10 hours dedicated to Family Dollar, if you didn't have the other time you have dedicated to uh, City Bike, what would you be doing? What What does what your ideal work environment look like? Talk about that. My ideal work environment would be an office, you know, a staff of a lot of people. I would be mayor of New York or in the office somewhere. Um, helping people. Wait, did you say mayor? Yes, mayor of New York City. Oh wow, that's one of your ambitions. Yes, that's my <laughs> that's my idea. That's what I would like to do. Nice. You know, if I was, uh, if I had time to spend, you know, uh, I'm a single parent, you know, plus I work two jobs, you know, so I like to 
you know, spend time with my son. And, you know, that would be like the ideal job for me. Whatever time I could spend with my son, that's what I wanted, you know? Nice. Nice. Mayor of New York, man. So, actually, now, I act surprised, but I know that you actually ran for mayor in the recent election. Um Correct. Talk a little bit about that. Like, that's what I was talking about when I spoke about the courage. A lot of people, you know, talk about what needs to change in the community or in their city or, you know, a lot of people talk about the problem in government, but not a lot of people have the courage or the heart or desire to say, you know what, I'm going to actually run for, for office. And, and, and you know, uh, historically or the, the traditional way is you get in on a low level, you get in on a low level, you work your way up, you work your way up. Some people never run for mayor, right, because it's right. just not in their thought process. Um, you who uh, had never engaged in, you know, politics like that. You, you've never been an elected official prior. You decided to throw your hat straight in for mayor. Why go right into politics attempting to be mayor, number one? Number mm-hmm. two, how was that experience? Like, I number want, one. I really want to know, like, like, what was that like waking up every day knowing that you have, you, you're, you're, you're in the race? All right. First, um... The first question was what what made me do it, right? What yes. Made, right? All right. What made me do it was I thought about it. I'm like, yo, the Blasio, after working for him for a little bit, but I'm like, at the end of the day, I didn't feel like he had any backbone. He letting people do whatever they want. I call him the real estate mayor. He's doing the with the real estate and stuff like that. But when it comes to everything else, the police, that Eric Gardner, they killed Eric Gardner still working for the force from everything. Like, I don't MTA, him fighting with Como. Like, come on. Like, I don't know. Rikers Island in his backyard. That, that too, Rikers Island. He said he's going to close Rikers Island by 2020 when he's not even in office or 2020, 10 years when he's not even in office. Like, I don't understand what's going on with this guy. But, you know, that's what I woke up and I said, yo, come on. We need change. We need somebody that's like us, somebody that works hard, somebody that comes home and, you know, have a family, not somebody that's been in office their whole life and don't know, forgot about the community or dealing with um, middle class, what middle class family really is. So I said for myself, I'm a middle class person. I live in Chelsea, New York, you know, single parent, making it happen. But at the same time, we need more help. What about the people that I see on the E-train every night sleep? Or on the staircase on the train, and it only and it's only going to get worse because it's getting colder, and it's just sad to see people out there like that. And he's talking about he do stuff. I remember one article I read when I read for mayor. It said that he had all the homeless people removed out the train station so he could come on the train. Like who does that? You want to pay a good image for the city, which is not like that. Give it to them like it is. Like, this is a homeless. What are you doing for these people? So, you know, I wanted to run on a lot of things, change a lot of perspective. Like, my first and number one thing would have to be the police department, I would say. Then I would just say it would be schools. Then I would start working on infrastructure and everything else. Closing right there is, oh, my God. Oh. You gotta close that place. But that's that's another story, another line. But um, I felt wow. to up as a candidate. You know, um, yeah. For me to be, like you said, not 
be in office or have any political um, office experience holding office, I would say it's hard because being middle class, like um, the lady that just won um, Congress, what's her name? Um, the um, Latino um, woman, the youngest one that won Congress. Oh, Ocasio. Yes. Like, yeah. she's not able uh, to pay for any apartment in Washington, D.C. because of what she was doing before then. And this is the thing that hurts. Like, oh, my God, like, I still have to pay bills for this last, you know, how am I going to pay these bills if I don't win? So it's mm. like I still have to work, and I can't pay too. But, you know, something that you want, you would never, like, let anything stop you. And this is what I wanted. I wanted to do it. I knew what was involved. You know, I knew what I was getting into, interacting with different people, going to different forums. You know, it was cool, you know, letting people hear my voice, letting people know who I am. It was like, okay, who's this person? Like, he came out of nowhere. Like, he don't even look like a mayor. And I always said to the people that said, you don't look like a mayor. And I always said, how am I supposed to look? How am I supposed to look? Uh, I really, uh, really want to know. Like, because at the end of the day, anybody could be mayor. It don't. It is not what you do. It's, it's not how you do it. It's what you do. That's all yep. I'm saying. At the end of the day, no, absolutely, absolutely, and again, that was big of you. That was courageous of you, to, like again, to even to to have the idea and then to actually put yourself out there. I saw, I saw myself. Your name was on the ballot. Like it was major. It was a real thing. Um, like oh man, I'm still like when 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 I think about it, it's like heroic to me. Right? It's like right. yo, I, I I had a high aspiration and I went for it. I had a dream, I had an idea, and I went for it. I put myself out there. Not a lot of people want to put and themselves out there. They don't want like to. Say, I would like to say I did run on that line as a Democrat. After okay. I moved, I did change to an independent. I am an independent party now because I feel okay. like everybody put their faith in these two parties, and these two parties is beefing with each other, and nobody's really not getting anything. Like, it's starting to motivate me a little bit too much now. So I moved to independent. I'm on neutral ground. Okay, next next question. Are you putting your name on the ballot next election? Are you going to run again? I do want to run. I do want to run. It's an open mayor seat. There's an open city council seat in my district, too. So, you know, I weigh out my options. Weigh out your options, brother, and, and, and make your vision plain. Write it out and go get it. Go get it. Know that you know we had the Black Men Working podcast, man. Black Men Working campaign will, you know, we support you, brother. You know, we support you in your efforts. Um, the city needs change. The country needs change. I think we need more younger, vibrant, um, community-based, community-oriented, um, real residents as officials, especially in the positions of mayor, right, and right. things like that. So, um, set the standard, um, and and, and know that it's nothing you can't accomplish if you want it. You gonna make it happen. Um, real quick, let's talk about your future. You know, what does your future look like next five to ten years? Are you still at Family Dollar? Are you still at City Bike? Are you still doing bike mechanic work somewhere else? What does the next five, ten years look like? Are you mayor? Um, talk about that real quick. Well, next five, ten years, I want to run for mayor in New York City. I would say, you know, whatever job I have, if, whenever I get into office, I'm going to keep that job only to give that money from that job to a nonprofit organization because you know what I know how it is to like not have like anywhere to go to play or anything you know any rec room 
Now, these kids nowadays don't have any record rules. At least we had a little over, you know, when I was growing up, you know. But now, it's none. So, we need to give back. So, I'm, that's one thing I would like to do. And I also want to give back $100,000 of that salary just to donate to community centers. But I do want to be in office the next five to ten years, you know. I still work for City Bike, but Family Dollar got to go. I don't think you can work for City Bike as a mayor, brother. I don't think you're going to have the time. <laughs> I know. Especially not mayor of this, especially not mayor of New York City. Maybe, maybe if he was the mayor of a smaller city, then absolutely. But near New York City, your schedule is going to be too demanding. That is true, but I will say this: bike mechanic work is twenty-four hours. Even if I donate four hours a week, that's something. Yeah, you could. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah, you could donate an hour three times a week, four times a week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you well, can do that I, as I mayor. Can't do, I, I can't do that and get paid because the minimum is state minimum is four hours working. Yeah, you can't do that. You gotta volunteer. Yeah, I got. I'll volunteer. Volunteer. Um. 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 So let me ask you this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let me ask you this. Right. Again, you are in um some fields that a lot of us don't get into. A lot of young black men don't get into. Yeah, into management. Right. At yeah. Family Dollar, you you know you've right. been there for a couple of years, and you're a bike mechanic at City Bike. Do you have any inspiration for other black men, younger black men, black men your age, or even older black men who wanna, uh, you know, get into a managerial role at a company, or you know, want to use their skills to work at another company? Any advice? Any 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 words of encouragement? For those brothers? Yeah, I do. I, I would say, what. What helped me out, no matter what, no matter what I do, you got to go in there with a confident state of mind. Know what you're talking about. Know what you're doing. Don't go in there not knowing what you're doing. Think you know what you're doing and get the whole thing wrong. Then you're going to mess up your credibility all around. What I would say is be true to yourself. Don't fake it for nobody. And if you, if you do got to fake it, know what you're talking about. You know, don't go in there not knowing what you're talking about. That's all I have to say. But, you know, keep your heads up, hold it down. I wish the best. If you ever need, you can reach me out on my email, scott, S-C-O-T-T-J-85 at iCloud.com. If you ever need anything, if you need to talk, if you need help, just email me. Yo, that's awesome, brother. We appreciate that. Um, thanks for your time. Thanks for your wisdom. Thanks for telling us a little bit about what you do, why you do it, how you do it, and all that good stuff, man. We appreciate you. This has been Sugar Ray. This is Black Men Working, the podcast for the Black Men Working campaign. Tonight, we were joined by Brother Scott Joyner, 31 years old, manager of Family Dollar, bike mechanic at City Bike. He ran for mayor. He intends to run again. Um, all around good guy. He's a father. He's a single father. Um, and he's a hardworking black man. He's pushing us forward. Thank you for your time again, brother. Peace. Peace out.